What's up, everybody? It's your favorite tattoo artist, Michael Manorino here, and this is By Appointment Only, a podcast about tattoos, why we love them, why we hate them, and the magical relationship between a tattoo artist and the people getting tattooed. This is our first two for today. Wow. Uh, right before we started recording this, I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw a tattooer on another fucking tattoo podcast being like, you know how I got into tattooing and blah, 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 blah. And I was like looking at it. I was like, man, I super don't care about that. But what I do care about are the wonderful people that I tattoo. And they're also interesting and dope and sick. And I really, really, really wanted to have our guest on here today because you two are without question my favorite couple. And I'm sorry to all the other couples Stop. out there. Ouch. Corey and Sarah. Ouch. I know. I know everyone out there. Mila We're hard R, to be all the people. I'm sorry. But you know what? You don't hold it down like Joe and Z do. <laughs> Joe and Z are here. They are married. They are sweet. They are tattooed. They are uh, cute. They are uh, very, very, <laughs> yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? Just great. Fucking great. Let's hear it for Joe and Z. Thank you. What an intro. Wow. I'm blessing wow. you. Joe, Z, why don't you tell everyone out there a little about yourselves? You go first. Uh, okay. Wow. <laughs> about and they're us. polite. <laughs> yeah, and very polite. You go first. Collectively of, about us? or just You start about yourself. You can, okay. Z, you can say whatever you want. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so I'm Z, right? <laughs> Cut the cameras. No, but um, I'm Z. Um, I'm from Northern California, and uh, I am a special educator. Yeah, that's me. Nice. <laughs> a little bit about me. My name is Joe. Um, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, me and Z moved to LA about four years ago, and we also just celebrated our four-year wedding anniversary. Yeah. yeah. But y'all have been together for how long? A little over five years total. Okay, We definitely cool. fit the gay stereotype of yes. getting engaged really quickly yeah. and like I mean, come getting on. serious pretty yeah. fast. How, but it worked how, out. How long were you together, actually? When we got engaged? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say it was three months. Three, three. I think it was. Wasn't it six? Maybe it was six. Yeah, it was, it was under a year. That's for sure. Six months, I believe it was. Yeah, was yeah. Like, oh yeah, she, she's definitely mine. Yeah. Like, that's my person. Z, did you know? I, I knew. Were you like, I'm not like no one else is gonna put their dirty paws on Joe? <laughs> I knew. You know why though? Like super weird. And I told her this that like I kept seeing like little like signs everywhere. Like, and I was like, you know what? I must be tripping. And behold, the fucking billboard with a big diamond ring. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this, this has to be a sign. Like you know, you just had to do it. I keep seeing like all these little things. I'm just like, you know what? Like I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I. I literally after like I saw that billboard, I, I called her mom, and I was like, "Yo, like I love your daughter, and I just I want to marry her. Like, can I have your permission? <laughs> you know, that's so, the fucking cutest. Yeah, you know, I, I obviously you know I have respect for her mom and for her. So yeah, and she was just like, oh my god, she started bawling. So of course, she, she was just like, of course, like duh, like you know. And here we are today. Here we are. Yeah. Well, I, I tattoo a lot of couples. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot of couples, but I tattoo a good amount of couples. I feel like. Um, I have an energy where people can say like, okay, you've tattooed me and I feel comfortable with you tattooing my partner. So let's, let's start doing this. And it becomes like this fun thing when like Saturday Z came in and there's times when I've tattooed you, there's times where you both come in and you two always make me really comfortable. You two are all very, very progressive, but also very like fun to talk to. And we have a lot of the similar uh, ideals and kind of the way that we live our life and all those things. So let's get to the good stuff. 
Um, y'all can do it in whatever order you want, but for both of you, what were like your very, very first impressions of tattoos? What was the first time you saw tattoos or when did you experience them? Did you think they were cool? Do you think they were scary? Like how did you first experience tattoos? I, I feel like I always wanted to have tattoos when I was younger. That was just something I always wanted. Um, my mom had a ton of tattoos and I grew up being in tattoo shops a lot just because, you know, I'd like tag along and hang out with her. Um, so I was always just like, oh, that's like so cool. Um, happy that I didn't get tattoos as young as I wanted to. Like, I specifically remember watching Bad Girls Club and one of the girls had a Hello Kitty sleeve. <laughs> and I was like, I cannot wait. Like, that is going to be me. And it's like, dude, thank God that I didn't do that because I would have been in a bad situation right now. Um, but definitely, I remember even me and my mom trying to get me like to get matching tattoos before I turned 18. And being like, oh, no, like, I forgot my ID. Like, can you do it? And the guys at the shop were like, no, absolutely not. Um, so I always, always wanted tattoos. I thought they were so cool. Um, my mom tried to discourage me from getting them just because I think, I don't know, she was like, no, you're so beautiful. Like, don't get it. But after a while, she was like, all right, this is happening. So it's just going to be a thing. But, yeah, I've always, always loved them. So, Z, before you answer, I have to just say this really quick. And Joe, I hope you really appreciate this. You know Miranda. Yeah. My girl. Yeah. She was on like the modern iteration of Bad Girls Club, but was only there for two episodes and it was like too hectic and too gnarly. And she was like, I can't do this shit. I'm out of here. I wouldn't be able to. I hate conflict. I would be stressed out all the time. I wouldn't be able to do it. But She loves conflict. She was about it, but she was like, this is just too much. Like these bitches are too crazy. Yeah. Can you explain what that is? But you don't know what Bad Girls Club is? Yes, I do. But the modern version, what is that? They were, they were going to reboot it. Because this was only like five or six years ago. You know, they actually like, they stopped because of, you know, those twins that like, yeah. Yeah. So they like sued Bad Girls Club and that's why like, they got, they stopped. What do they paint them in a negative light or something? No. So a bunch of girls like fucked up all their shit, like through all their stuff. Oh, yeah. That That was was the Vegas season. Something. Yeah. yeah, And like the producers, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. The producers let it happen, I guess, because it's good TV and it was like really messed up. So they sued and they won. And that's why Bad Girls Club stopped. Damn R.I.P. Where they bleach like. Yes. Yes. Like somebody's clothing or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. At any rate. So anyway. (laughs) Please tell us about your first experiences with tattoos, childhood memories and and all that good stuff. I don't even know. Maybe like five, six, seven. I saw my first tattoo person and I was like, yeah, that's me when I grow up. Like that's going to be me. Like I, I, that's me. You know, um, I did start getting them super young, which I super regretted it. And I still regret a lot of them. That's why, you know, I have Mike covering a couple of them. (laughs) We've been doing some cover ups. Thank thank you, Mike. (laughs) You know, but yes. um, Yeah. uh, My first tattoo, I got it when I was uh, 15. Um, And ever since then, like every other week I was getting one at that age until I just couldn't stop anymore. Like, you know, that's what it was. But like, I loved it. Um. Uh, I think it's like uh, I've always had like a relationship with tattoos and at that like my first one was not in a shop obviously I was young, underage um, and it wasn't even with a professional like um, machine yeah it was literally like like prison made type machine <laughs> so so Joe for you was it when when you and Z got together is it kind of weird having this experience where like this person you're dating your partner their experience with tattoos is so different from your own where like Z's experience is like I'm getting tattooed at 15 with like a homemade machine 
And your mom's like, well, make sure you go to a clean tattoo shop and you're so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. Was it kind of a trip? Did you make, did that make you like them more? How did that, how did that make you feel? I was definitely like, okay, baby, let's go to a shop. Like, we're not doing that <laughs> no more home no, tattoos. You're, you're going to go to official <laughs> shops now. Um, that those days are over. Definitely. Yeah. Um, to me, I mean, I feel like if anything, Z was always more self-conscious about those kind of tattoos that they'd gotten. Um, I don't know. I think they're kind of legit. Like, this is their first tattoo on their neck right yeah, here, and I fucking love it. One, I think, and it just says "you and me." Yeah, I have plans to get. <laughs> Yo, <one>. respect. <laughs> Yo, your second tattoo is on your neck yeah. at fifteen. I got, I got a and it says "you and me." Yeah, that's hard as fuck. I'm like you and who? Was, I didn't want to, <laughs> exactly. No, actually, like you and me was just like for whoever I ended up with, and I ended up with you. So yeah. So I technically, Joe is for you. Exactly. Of course. Do you ever just like brush Z's neck and you're like, that's fucking right. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But I mean, I, I thought they were cool. And, and to me, I mean, I don't know. I guess, too, that goes into kind of my ideals and, and just the way I think about things. I think it'd be kind of classist if I were to judge, because I mean, that's where a lot of tattoo culture comes from. You know, I, the idea of it being in these like sterilized shops with like rules and everything, that's pretty recent. Um, so it'd be to me, I guess, like disrespectful to where all of this even came from. Um, of course, there's even deeper history, but I kind of liked it. I love how tattooed they are. I thought it was cute. Do you think like Z on the other side, once you started to like find yourself inside of a tattoo shop, you're like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. Or were you like, okay, this feels better. This feels more at home. Yeah. Like, I wasn't used to the prices. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Definitely. But I was just like, you know what? Like I actually started liking it more. And honestly, like ever since like Joe introduced me to like, you know, just go to a shop. Like I started just doing that. And why not invest in artists that are, you know, already there. And I, if I love their art, then why not? Like, was, you know? was it you that told me that like you got a tattoo for like a six pack? That like the homie was like, if you, or like you buy me like oh, a yes. tall can and yes, I'll do the yes, tattoo. Yes. The, Hell that's yeah. The dude. Yep. Yeah. He, yep. He was, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, that. It was like a bartering system, you know, like I love to barter like, yeah, and that's what it was. And yeah. So yeah, that was my early, you know, I guess encounter with tattooing. I was super young, but, um, you know, I rolled with it and I continued to. Are your families? cool with it like is it one of those things where now as time has gone on and you have more tattoos are you are they kind of like coming to terms with it like especially like your mom joe is she like or was she like you know it's it's it is what it is like how is it how is it now yeah i think like there was that initial moment of like oh my god like you're stressing me out um like i remember i have this like big tattoo on my thigh it's like it's so big um, and I got it while she was like away visiting my brother. Um, just because like, you know, <laughs> I was over 18, obviously, you know, I know she couldn't be like, I'm going to ground you, but I was just like, I'm going to deal. I'm going to ask for forgiveness. Um, and she saw it and she was like, Hannah, like, Oh my God, I kept, what is it? And then she's like, it is sexy though. So I feel like that, that was like, her. Make up your mind. Yeah. She was like, wanted to be mad about it. But then after a while I was like, Ooh, that's cool. You know, like I, I, feel like that's just how it was but I will say um so my mom was Puerto Rican and then my dad's side is Jewish so my grandparents I hid my tattoos from them for uh, how long babe like oh my it would be August in New York I'd be wearing like long sleeves because I would just be like (laughs) no I'm comfortable um just beat a sweat coming down your forehead yes just I was so scared maybe like we were already together and you were still hiding those and I was just like it's time Yes. It's time. You know, there like- was a day where um, 
I was with my grandpa and I hadn't told him that we were engaged yet. Um, I didn't think he would disapprove. That's the thing. My grandpa's like the nicest guy ever. He's so polite and sweet. But for me, like they meant so much to me that I was just like, I don't want to disappoint them. So I hadn't said that we were engaged because I was just nervous that he would be like, you just started seeing this person, whatever, because we did get engaged kind of fast. Um, So I told him we were engaged. I told him that we were going to get married. I told him that I was gay. Um, I told him that Z was trans. And then I told him that I I had a bunch of tattoos all in one sitting. Whoa. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, you were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's knock them all out. Let's do this. I was like, I have to tell you something. And he was like, what's wrong, sweetie? Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, doesn't you do the the best like old person voice? It's it's legit. Yeah, so I had this whole thing like written down in my notes and I just read it word for word. And then after he was like, oh, I would, you know, I would love you no matter what. But it took me a while to tell them for sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I'm proud of you. But you did it. You got it out of the way. It's done. Oh, I, I ripped the bandaid. So yes. let me ask you this. Obviously, you two are both part of the LGBTQ plus community. Yes. And like you were joking about like the whole the the lesbian thing of like falling in love and all that. I just was actually watching uh, the ultimatum queer love. I've heard so much about that. <sighs> this this yeah. season's crazy. It is wild. They're putting straight it. people to shame because this oh, season yeah. is so much better. I oh, bet. Yeah. But do you think that it's like within your communities... Is it something where like tattoos are common? Do you kind of, when you were single, were you seeking out people with tattoos? Or were you just like, ooh, I, I fuck with people that have tattoos? Or do you just think that you two, like two magnets were just drawn to each other? I don't know. You answer that, babe. I honestly am not picky, but I, yeah, I can't really relate to somebody that's, you know, not tattooed, you know? But to me, the important thing is weed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you, you know, you got to smoke at least something, you know? Yeah. But, you know, but yes, tattoo is all part of it, Um, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it's it is kind of signifier within the community. You know what I mean? Um, I I definitely think there's also even like specific tattoos that people get where um, like what? Like upside down triangle. I've oh, always yeah, seen on hella gay people. Love is love. Yeah, I feel like if you're like a Disney gay person, you probably have like an uh, what is that thing for people who wanted to kill themselves? Where it's like an a, a semicolon. Oh yeah, semicolon. <laughs> That's yeah. one. No offense. Like, it's just the truth. Um, <laughs> always like something having to, if you're like uh, someone who's like sapphic or whatever, something having to do with like a naked woman's body or something, something like that. Um, and plants, of course. Yes. I yes, feel like yes, that's yes. always, you know, a few kind of stereotypical ones. I'm sure there's more. But yeah, I, I kind of um, not to be shallow, but I do feel like I am more attracted to people with tattoos. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody I've dated that didn't have at least some. Um I feel like at this point, too, they're so common that if you don't have them, it's very purposeful and you might be a little too like squeaky clean for me. OK, if you if you don't have them. So when you you and Z met and then plus the tattoos, you were like, this is all starting to really kind of come together. for hundred percent. How did how did you two meet? How did how did it happen? How did you two meet? That's that's what I want to get to. Let's get to the good stuff. I went in the DMs. They thirst followed. And I thirst followed. Damn. They thirst followed. You fully like did did the shooting of the shot. I did. I I was like, damn, she's pretty as hell. It's (laughs) like, I'm just going to follow. I know she ain't going to follow back. It's fine. And she followed back. Yeah. And we just would talk here and there. And then, I don't know. We just. Shooter's going to shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As as producer Corey said, shooter's going to shoot. Ain't that the fucking truth? It's true. 
Yeah, we were kind of like Instagram acquaintances. You know those people where it's yeah. like you'll reply to their stories here and there. Mm. Um, and then there was one right. night where... I like dropped acid and we talked on the phone all <laughs> night. Damn, we're getting like all the juicy details <laughs> tonight. Like, I just like casually took some acid. No big yep, deal. I Did you tell your grandfather that? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. This is for my next confessional. Gotcha. Not yet. <laughs> he doesn't even know I smoke weed. Oh my God. He oh, would oh, die. Oh. He would and then you got to tell him that Z loves weed. Like no. it's just like a it's whole just, lot going on. He'll have a, a heart attack. I don't know what will happen, but. I think we got through the last one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's primed now. But yeah, I mean, after we talked on the phone, um, we really just like liked each other. um, And then I kind of like ghosted for a little bit because I was figuring my shit out. Two weeks. Two weeks. That's (laughs) it. In the grand scheme of things. I mean, Joe, what's what's up? I I was a little wacky back then. I don't know. I figured it out. out, I figured it out. But (laughs) yeah, then I think it was New Year's Eve. We reconnected and again, like talked all night. And after that, it was like, that was it. We just didn't stop talking. Yeah. Were you both living in New York or were you? No, I was living in California, in Northern California, in the Central Valley. And she was in New York. Yeah. We were long distance for for like a year. Damn. But you like within that year and all that long distance time, you were like, I don't give a fuck. We're doing it. This is it. This is the one. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, when you're long, di- Oh, sorry. Gonna- no, oh. <laughs> I was going to say you guys moved to LA together. Then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think when you're long distance, it does kind of speed things up a little bit because when you're spending time, it's like weeks at a time and you're like essentially living with each other. So Z, cause they're a teacher, they would spend like summers in New York or like, you know, mm-hmm. week vacation. So it's not like you're going on a date here and there. You really are like immersing yourself yeah. in each other. Yeah. Do you feel like, okay, Z, Joe, you're in New York. You meet you meet each other for the first time. You like do the thing where you like kiss in the airport or whatever. Do you feel like <laughs> was it like instant sparks? Do you or, or was it was it like did it feel more like puppy love or did it more feel like yes, like this is this is my person right here? Shit. <laughs> I was so nervous. I got a little too high. Cause I got nervous. <laughs> I and love I was like, <laughs> Tonight's pod is sponsored by drugs. Like straight up. Every single time she's anxious, I, I guarantee when I look back, just violently high and red. I'm like, oh my god. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't sleep. All right. Yeah. It was. We, we were both just like I think very shy and very, very shy. nervous because my parents came to. To like pick them up with me. It's yeah. not like I was like, hey, babe, like, oh, you're a chaperone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like they came, you know, like, it was oh, a whole welcoming. I don't. So um, we were both really nervous. And I think we both just like, you know, we're like, like holding hands in the car. And then we actually had our first kiss um, at LMB's. It's a pizza shop in Brooklyn. And we went in to get a pie because I was like, oh, you have to try pizza. It's your first time in New York. And wait, so um, you'd never had pizza before? Not New York not pizza. Well, you said you have to Caesars. try pizza. Well, because yeah. that's not pizza. That's like, oh, I've had Taco Bell before. I'm, you know, and there's I'm gonna take nothing it in the Central food. Valley to be stoked about. Yeah. So really like, but why are we firing shots at California pizza and Taco Bell? I'm just saying <laughs> it's the truth. I'm not hating. It's just different categories. Yes or no. Is Taco Bell good? Yes, it's good, but okay. it's not like authentic Mexican cuisine. Well, yeah, no shit. But <laughs> exactly. So same there's, thing there's about pizza. Yeah. <laughs> levels, exactly. Know? So there's same with pizza. Okay, so I'm sorry. At any rate, yes. you take Z to have pizza for their first time. Yeah. So my dad picks up the pie and he goes to the bathroom. And while my dad um, is in the bathroom, I was like, "Give me a kiss." <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you did you lady and lady in the tramp the pizza where you cut the crust off and then you met in the middle? 
<laughs> you know, no, well, I don't know if we'd be able to do that. It's like L and B piece is very thick, so yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. It would have been a little messy. And how? I'd probably be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was your opportunity to lie to us. Though. Yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, I would have totally yeah. believed that. I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. Hundred percent. Next time. So. As Z said, you saw the the ring ad and you were like, fuck it. I got to do it. I got to talk to her mom. I'm going to do it. Like, I, I want to get married. First and foremost, how was proposing? How gnarly was that? Oh because gosh. I've never done it before. Corey, <laughs> producer Corey has. Um, Miranda would love for me to, to get in, her engaged and, and to propose to her. I'm fucking nervous about that shit. Let me tell you. Easy peasy. I was nervous as fuck, and <laughs> I kind of planned it differently. It didn't go as I kind of wanted it to. That's because you were gonna go against my wishes. Yeah. So she does. She does Woo! not want. She doesn't like public stuff, right? So mm-hmm. I, I was just like, got it. And I was so close to doing that, but I was like, you know what? Don't. Just fucking don't. Like you know. And I'm glad I didn't. So like, I, I was just like, damn. Well, like. It's so, um I think we were vi- we were visiting LA. Yeah. Um and I think it was like we were running out, you know, of time like together too and I was like, fuck, well like where else, you know? So I I'm gonna be real. I proposed at an Airbnb. I was just like, fuck it, like whatever. I'm, I don't know where we could go else. Yeah. She doesn't like public stuff, so I was just like It was perfect. All right. It was like intimate and I just I was just like, yeah. yo, like you know, and sh- unexpected I I feel, right? I, yeah. I don't know. We had um gotten to I guess like an I don't know, an argument or something like that. Um, <laughs> Nothing like an argument proposal. <laughs> we got into an argument and we were talking it over. It was like, it wasn't anything big. It was just something small. And I guess we started talking about like, you know, just what if we didn't have each other or if we weren't together or or something like that. And it got, you know, very emotional just because we were like, didn't even want to imagine that. Um, and all the times you'd be like, oh, will you marry me? Whatever. And I'm like, yeah, where's my ring? Like, Hello, show it to me. Um, and they heard, like, heard those words before, very yeah, recently. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Very recently, I've heard those words. Yeah. Let me tell you. She's actually standing off camera with a gun. With <laughs> She's like that. Yeah, you exactly. heard me. Good, exactly. you heard me. Exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it happened, and then I actually had it. I was yeah. just like, oh well. And Let's I'll do say, this. You know, what now? Yeah. <laughs> what else? Z, do you have any advice for anyone out there, regardless of gender and all that stuff, that's maybe a little bit nervous about proposing or just pulling the trigger and doing it? Mike is like for a friend. Uh, yeah, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> no, I, it all. I mean, I got my own shit going on. We don't need to talk about that. But. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're asking you questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is not me. This is a question for you, show, not the other way around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, in all seriousness, if there's anyone out there that's maybe a little bit kind of feeling a little gun shy about wanting to propose to their person. Is there anything that you can illuminate for them or is it just, just stop being a punk and just do it? Like, yeah, just fucking do it. That's it. Just fucking do it. That's about it. Just fucking do it. Like, you know, if you can't imagine yourself without your person, that what, what are you waiting for? Truly, truly. Producer Corey, do you have any advice (laughs) as well? Since you, since I wed you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you. It's, it's just do it. You know, I think that, I always, I said this like 9 million times and it's so corny, but you, there's no way to know, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You just know. Yeah. And so when you have it locked in, you're like, oh, I literally don't want to spend time with anybody else. And this is kind of what I'm into. All right, cool. Then just lock it in. I mean, yeah. that's the, that's the thing is like the, the beauty of your guys' story is like, it's just like, we don't need this extravagant thing. It doesn't need to be this like massive situation. It can be, we're hanging out in the Airbnb and it's like, all right, cool. Here we are. Like, 
yeah, I want to be with you forever. So I think that's really fucking rad. It's a really yeah. adorable yeah. story. I agree. So let me ask yeah. you, I mean, obviously the short answer is yes, especially because you guys are my favorite couple, but how is being married? Is married cool? Do you like marriage? Does it feel exactly the same as dating? Like is, <laughs> how is it? I don't know. I guess there is just a more like permanence to it. Um, you know, I think for me, it felt the same when we were just like dating. Like the, obviously we were very early on in the relationship, so it was just a different dynamic. But I think that it's been good because it really does kind of force you to face yourself um, and the other person and understand that, you know, you're in a position where, yes, you know, you can get divorced, whatever. Um, but you really have to make it work. You know, you really have to challenge yourself in ways that maybe you haven't before. Um, especially if you're someone where, you know, usually in a relationship, if things start to go kind of south, you're like, bye, peace. Can't really do that when you're married. But I think marriage has been beautiful. I think especially with like everything that's been going on in the world, having such a comforting constant in your life, it, it really does kind of help make everything feel okay even if shit is wild you at least know one thing in your life is okay and good and always there for yeah, you and safe definitely i feel like I've, I've heard you both kind of like say that to me time and time again mm -hmm. and you're always like navigating how to make your relationship better or being appreciative of the fact that you have each other it seems like every time i tattoo you you make it very very not that you like need to shout it but you're just like if i didn't have this other person life would be a lot more complicated oh, yeah. for I'd me. I'd lose my mind. Yeah. Um, which is sweet and beautiful and like that. I really appreciate that and I really admire that, especially too. I mean, obviously, like we've talked about, you know, you, you two are married. Mm -hmm. You two are in, I guess, some people would call an unconventional marriage. That's silly, but whatever. Yeah. As two people that are married that are in the LGBTQ plus community, do you feel like there's any differences or do you feel like there's any specific weight on you or is there any kind of things that you see between your marriage and other marriages or does it all just feel the same? Absolutely. There's a huge different uh, difference between like, you know, we've hung out with like a, a couple couples um, and some of them are hetero and nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Shout out to my hetero folks. <laughs> but there's just certain things that we don't click, you know, like as a queer couple, like we don't click with other, you know, like just especially straight people. Like it's, it's kind of like, I guess, like, it speaks to, like, toxic masculinity and how um, differently, you know, not every um, hetero couple, of course, but, like, you know, certain ones that we've came across is just, like, there's just that separation, the disconnect, uh, especially with guys. I feel like I've had a lot of, like, guys just, you know, if I ask them, like, oh, my God, how long have you guys been married? They're like, oh, like, nine years. I'm like, oh, nice. Like, do you guys have kids? Or, you know, and they're like, nah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like... We're just kind of just together. And I'm like, I can never see myself speak about Joe that way. Yeah. You so know, nonchalant, like, so, yeah. so just nonchalant and just whatever about it. Um, or just like talking behind your partner's back about the things like that. You know what I mean? I can't relate. Or just being, not being like very informed as well about like topics or just, you know, like being very judgmental towards like um, a woman's like physical body or things like that. You know, like I just can't have that in common. I'm just like, I don't know talking about friend you so know? once someone says some out-of-pocket shit you're like i'm all good yeah it's either that or like if it you know if it warrants it like i will like correct it like you know in a genuine and light-hearted way i'm just like oh like what makes you think kind of like challenging it asking them like you know yeah. what made you think that thought and have them 
go through those things inside of their heads, you know, instead of me being like, that's wrong. No, like I'm going to say something that is going to make you critically think about what you just said. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. So there's certain things that don't click. Um, I don't know if you want to add on to anything else that you've observed. Yeah, I think, you know, there's definitely um, exceptions to every rule, but I do think in queer relationships there is just a different level of intimacy that is hard that's difficult to be replicated in straight relationships and I showed Z a TikTok the other day that like perfectly summarized it which is just kind of like unless you are a man like let's say Mike who is really like just invested in dismantling all of the misogyny um, and just you know white supremacy and all of that within them that they've been programmed to think and are also welcoming of any feedback you might have um, and take it as like, thank you, you know, because if not, um, and I'm quoting the person, I don't remember their handle or anything, but something along the lines of like, if not, you're basically signing up to teach your partner a course of how to be in a relationship with you. And it's a course that they don't even know they're in. Um, They don't want to be in maybe. um, And they, you know, that's kind of one of the pillars to a masculinity of being like, well, I'm never wrong. So I think when you're in a queer relationship, there's a always that sense of, you know, there's safety within each other because from around you that might not be present. And then also just a different understanding of growing up socialized a certain way. I think that's always going to foster a different sense of closeness because it's a different sense of understanding. I think it's possible for straight relationships, but I do think that men in the relationships need to be very committed to that and aware of that. Otherwise, you know, then it's just the woman doing all the work, which defeats the purpose. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I think that's uh, very, very well put. I think that's probably the smartest thing that's been said on this podcast, (laughs) (laughs) period. I absolutely agree. Like the most well put. And I was just like, wow, that was a really impressive statement. I mean, Z's point point to, to like, just to piggyback off that, it's like this idea that you have to go about it in this way of like, I think that, that there's this, uh, this wall that gets put up as soon as somebody feels like they're being like put down or something. Yeah. Um, and so like just thinking about it as like a, how do I get you to understand this in a way that isn't me trying to make you feel like shit, just plant but at the, the same seed. time, it's like, yeah, like maybe, yeah. maybe if you just dig a little deeper on that thought, yeah. you know, see where it's at. I, I like, I like the way you think. I think that it's, Thank it's you. interesting because I'm sure for you two, it's much easier to hang out with a queer couple than it is to hang out with a hetero couple. And and for me, it's like, I don't want it to be that way. You know, like for me, my friends are my friends. And, and obviously it's so easy for me to say that like, I don't give a fuck and all those things. But at the end of the day, like no one should. Yeah. And it, it shouldn't, it, it sucks that you've been made to feel weird by hetero couples when you're just trying to hang out with people. Like yeah. we're all just trying to fucking hang out and have a good time. And, you know, I understand like, it's like one of those like birds of a feather. So it makes sense that like you're going to envelop yourself in your own community. But definitely like I think a lot of people in in the hetero community or whatever need to really start doing better. Yeah. Whether it be with labels or understanding or just like educating yourself. Everything is on the fucking internet. You know, like it's not hard to. Yeah. And if you're not sure, just say, hey, I, I'm. can you help me with this? I feel like there's been times where I've asked like Z or you like just so I don't do this incorrectly. Yeah. And I don't accidentally say some disrespectful shit. But. We're working on it. We're getting better. Um, for you two, is there anything, if anyone out there that's listening that is maybe not sure if they're queer or trans or any of those things where they're kind of wrestling with that 
inside of themselves right now, is there any advice that you can give them that maybe can give them a little peace of mind or strength or whatever? Because that's a really tough thing. Shit. Uh, it <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it's a really heavy yeah, question. Shit. Shit, I mean, it took, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's enough. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it took a while for me to even, I guess, accept myself as who I am. I knew who I was at five years old, that that was given, you know, but as like transitioning, I did transition, I guess, a little bit on the later side. I was 26 when I transitioned. So, um, and I guess what, <sighs> I guess what pushed me was like just like extensive research just like damn like I really want to take hormones but this and this and this is going to change and I don't know if I'm ready I based it more on my family I feel like my family's happiness was like everything to me and I was just like sad like the whole time they were super happy but I was just like I don't feel like myself like you know very depressed or whatever until finally I was just like why the fuck do they get to be happy and I'm over here fucking miserable like fuck that like I was just like when am I able to put myself first you know so I guess that's the advice that I have put yourself first you know like there's gonna come a day that you know you have to do that despite what your parents or what your family thinks or whatever and that's what I did I mean I, I came from a Christian household you know, so my mom was totally, I just, I feel bad for my mom first off. <laughs> Could be right. Every single time I drop that, you know, that I'm like gay or something, it's randomly. I'm just like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm a lesbian. And just moved on, you know. <laughs> and she said, what? Right, and then when I was just like, oh, man, I'm so nervous. I got to tell her that I'm going to start taking hormones. And like, I, you know, because there's going to be a change. Like, she's going to notice that shit. And so I just have to like fucking say it. And I think she was going out somewhere and I was like, oh, hey, like I knocked on her windows <laughs> <laughs> in her car. She's like backing yeah, she, up. She was like, she was like, yeah. And I was just like, by the way, I'm trans. I'm starting hormones. OK, I love you. Bye. It's like that one episode like, of The Office. <laughs> literally, I'm just like, I don't Angel's know how to drop these. But to be fair, she does the same thing to no, me. So true. I'm just like, you know what? I learned from you. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. you got it from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, parents, sometimes they casually trauma dump and you're just like, okay, what the fuck? I was just trying to eat my cereal. But, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, that's what I did. You know, but my advice is just like, you know, put yourself first, like as corny as that sounds like, but do it, you know, because. Finally, when I did do it and I ended up moving to New York where I had way more extensive like community, um, I just started feeling like myself because when I did start hormones, um, I was so you're going through not only a physical but a mental change because hormones control everything. Right. Um, So I was like very depressed and I even thought about stopping hormones, but it was due to the fact that. In the Central Valley, it's very conservative. Yeah. Like, I, I think I only bumped into one trans person that I knew, and they had moved to Oakland. And I'm like, great, the only one. Like, you know? You're like, don't leave. I'm like, bye, you know? <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm here by myself. I don't know anybody else, you know? And people look at you mad weird, you know? So obviously, too, even being in education, like people saw like a complete change in me, you know, it was like it went from like having super long hair to like shortening it up and then shortening it up some more and then stacking up weight and actually growing a bit. It was different, you know, so like I just, you know, I felt like so alienated. Um, So, yeah, just put yourself first. That's my advice. Which is amazing because now you're like so happy and you get to be you and like this is. I, I yeah. only know this person, but this person is rad. Like, I love this person, so, yeah. which is amazing. 
Yeah. Joe, any advice? Anything that you want to put into that? I mean, yeah, I I think Z's totally right. Um, We unfortunately see a lot of people holding themselves back because of their family. Um, Of course, if you're someone where, you know, that might interfere with your safety, like do that at your own time. But, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're out living by yourself, they're not paying your bills, like fuck it. They'll get over it or they won't. Um, I think for me, the biggest piece of advice is just find your community because that will be everything. Um, I think that's the best part, too, about being queer and, you know, part of being part of the LGBTQ communities. That sense of community, it's so strong. It's something like I've never felt before. And it really will become your chosen family. And, you know, it'll just change everything for the better. But I think for people who are maybe, you know, questioning it, not sure, especially if you're someone who is like, trans and considering um transitioning and things just like z said educate yourself and understand that you're never tied down to anything you know if you're questioning if you're a lesbian and you decide not to be okay who's gonna fucking beat your ass like that's fine um you know and if you are like oh maybe i'm trans and you decide you're not okay like that's totally fine too um really just center yourself and what makes you happy and and worry less about you know everything else you know if it doesn't interfere with your safety, of course, because that's not always so easy. Yeah. But yeah. So at the end of the day, focus on yourself, do what makes you happy. And in time, everything will just kind of work out. Yeah. Which I feel like is really, really good advice. Yeah. And, you know, you have to think, too, of like you making that brave choice. You're then going to become an example for someone else, like a little baby gay who is you know, <laughs> looking at you thriving. You know, I think that's something that people say to us all the time is seeing like a queer married couple is... Yeah. A little bit inspirational because, you know, people who are gay and trans can be thriving and in these committed relationships and married and doing all these things. And it, you know, doesn't impact them at all. They're able to just be gay. live happy lives. Yeah. Amazing. Now, on the inverse of that, um, someone like myself or producer Corey, producer DJ Michael Miguel, hetero people. And the thing that the reason I added this question in there is that Z said something to me when I was tattooing them on Saturday, and I can't stop thinking about it because it pisses me <laughs> off so bad. What was it? It's not. It's not oh, I'm no. not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Z, I'm so pissed. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that. It's not here. like that. <laughs> Z, when you said to me that someone at work said to you, "So have you had?" the operation first and foremost for everybody out there that's fucking inappropriate that's not something you say to anyone ever so that being said in your two's experience and if you're just like yo just like don't be dumb quick question was that just randomly dropped on you we were like talking like because we were just talking about like I think it was Pride Month and I happened to be like um, I worked at an elementary in the Central Valley. Gotcha. A very white. Ah. Conservative. Makes that. So yes, yes. So um, and then it was just the conversation. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm trans, like whatever. And she, and I believe like the exact words was, "What is down there?" Uh-huh. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid bitch. Also, sorry to cut you off, Michael. No, it's, it's like, quite wow. alright. Right. I was like, what? Because I was in so disbelief that, that I was just like, wait, what? Like, and she repeated it, and I was just like, damn. Yeah, no. Dump yeah. the double down. Exactly. You're like, uh, legs? She said penis or legs? vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Please be clear. What the fuck? Exactly. And I was just like, 
you don't ask people that you know yeah she was like i'm just asking i was just like yeah you don't ask that that's weird yeah i was like how would you feel if i asked you that i was like i'll probably you'll probably report me and i get Mm -hmm. written up you know probably fired just for sexual harassment because that is sexual harassment why are you asking me that but i think that speaks to like how certain people see transness or trans people as like this otherness or not human like. So you kind of get asked like whatever because they're just like, oh, well, I could ask you anything because you're, you know, it doesn't matter. You're nobody type thing or you're not, you're kind of inhumane, treating us inhumane. Type yeah. Thing. I could ask you whatever I want. I could do whatever I want to you if I want. I could touch you or whatever. You know what I mean? It's weird shit like that, you know? So it, yeah. So at the end of the day, people use your fucking brains. And don't do something fucked up and wildly inappropriate yeah. and not cool Please. like that. I mean, I <laughs> I didn't think that we lived in a world where I would have to like remind the world to like be, be respectful surprised. and to use correct pronouns and yeah. just like think for five seconds outside of your own selfish brain. Yeah. But it's a thing and, and I'm sorry and it's it frustrates. Like you told me that story and I have not been able to stop thinking about it because I like <laughs> yeah. want to find that lady and just give her just a quick one right in the gut. Yeah. What I will say, though, is usually the people who are asking the question that you just asked are not those outliers of people asking wildly inappropriate questions. They're usually people who want to be respectful and well-meaning around queer people. So I think a different set of advice needs to be given to them. And I think for that, it's don't be so scared that things you might ask or say um, are going to be wildly inappropriate, you know, especially if you're not saying something like that. Um, I think the best way to react when you do fuck up is to just be gracious about it and just move on. So it's not centering yourself, you know, right? Like if you are going to, let's say, misgender someone and they correct you, Rather than being like, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said that, blah, blah. That's embarrassing. Then it puts the kind of responsibility on the other person to comfort you. It's as easy as being like, oh, thank you. Anyway, and just continuing on and then not making the mistake again. Right. Um, I think that that's a big thing that people are so well-meaning and well-intentioned that they center themselves without thinking about it. So it's really just being like swift and graceful and educating yourself on your own time. Right. Like immersing yourself in literature or articles or whatever even if it's twitters or tiktoks there's so much information out there doing that research on your part and taking the time to meditate on some of the thoughts you have that might not feel really aligned with the values that you have now breaking those down rather than you know trying to just totally repress them and and push away from them Um, working through them and again not centering yourself in that shame but working through it so that you can be a better ally to people that you love joe you are like dropping fucking jewels (laughs) on this podcast today it's crazy we normally like just like fuck around (laughs) and just say stupid shit for an hour this has been illuminating. I wow. I really we talked about bagels for like forty five. minutes. Yeah, I could exactly. do that too. It was crazy. I could totally do that too. And Joe's just like, give me the we'll microphone. We'll I'm gonna give everyone the knowledge. Exactly. And here we are. Now let's just say, for the sake of argument, that you know, especially Z, if if you're at a situation at work where someone is insensitive towards you and they say something really fucked up or something like, and because at the end of the day, it hurts. And it hurts for, like you said, for someone to not treat you like you're just a person, period. Yeah. In your experience, for anyone that's out there, is it just like, are there things that you can recommend to kind of like push past those fucked up situations? And is it like having a loving partner or going to the gym or watching a show you love? Because I think in the world that we live in, 
something like that could happen to someone. Yeah. And it sucks and it makes them feel horrible about themselves. And then you go on Instagram and that makes you feel fucked up about yourself. Yeah. And then you get in traffic and that makes you feel fucked up about yourself. And then you go home and your parents are pressing you about who you are and what's your deal and why yeah. do you look this way, blah, blah. Is there anything that you can tell people where it's like, do this because like, I know it's fucked up and I know it's easy for me to say like the whole like idea of like it gets better. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's important for people to know that it actually does and what worked yeah. for you. Report. Hello. No, for real. I've had to report people actually. I hate doing shit like that. I really do. But like I even had to, I think one, um, it wasn't even for like me. I had to report it for <laughs> yeah. somebody being fat phobic like in towards my coworker, and i was like what the fuck like what are you doing like that's weird like she felt such like ease coming to me saying like oh well, you know she could stand to lose a couple pounds and i'm like what like you know so it, the same thing Gnarly. could be said about me like you know it's like oh well you know they're this or that you know but um yeah anyways i think to answer your questions um finding something that works for you that helps center yourself is very important and I think that that takes, well, for me, it took, you know, some time. So maybe for some people it'll take time, you know, but sometimes I, I'm not going to lie. I blast music in the car and I just jam the fuck out, you know, and sometimes it's just, you know, that's what I do to center myself before entering. Like even um, that's something that I started practicing, actually. And it was like an advice that a friend gave to me. Don't bring work stuff or outside stuff into the home because sometimes that could you know stress the partner out or just like you know not that we can't or whatever but like you know it's always good to discuss you know something with my wife but like when it comes to things like that sometimes you just got to center yourself um rely on our community just like joe said you know and your partner too like you know to be yeah. able to um sometimes my thoughts aren't leveled and that's why i have my wife to level those thoughts and be like oh okay you know what i mean or knowing what to do you know what i mean because sometimes i don't have that you know I, I could get very pissed and you know react violently or whatever but we can't do that at work or wh whatever you know but yeah finding something that helps you center yourself is very important something that's for you it, it it could be as jam jamming out like me or it could be drawing it could be just you know creating music whatever it is that you know you're tuned into you know to to help you just continue be yourself you know that's the advice that i would give that makes sense and yeah. i feel like that's very very good advice and mm -hmm. i think that is also circling back to why you two are like america's cutest couple <laughs> because you like jam out to some music and then you come home and you're like oh man but look at this yeah. how, how can i be mad at the world uh, yeah <laughs> So speaking of work, the fact that you both are queer and that you have tattooed, do you feel like you get pushback for those two things? Do you think that they're just like, oh, and you're tattooed? Or do you think you don't really get pushback in that way? Or is it like, oh, cool tattoos? Yeah, I've always worked in like beauty fashion spaces. So I think it's a little bit more normalized, at least. Um, I'm not going to lie. Still with interviews, I, I dress a little bit more conservatively at first just to test the waters out. Um, but for me, it hasn't been too much of an issue. I think, um, if anything, it's always kind of fun. Cause like I'll show up to the interview wearing like, you know, like a button down long sleeve shirt. And then after I'm like, and everyone's like, Oh my God, you know, and then you can wear your thrifted TWA sweater exactly. vest to work. Exactly. <laughs> and then everyone will know how cool I am. Yeah. So for me, not so much an issue. I think it is, if anything, always like a conversation piece. Like people always like ask me about certain ones. Um, so I'm lucky in that way. And hopefully I never have a job that is annoying about it because I mean, I, there's, they're not going anywhere. So True. I know 
Z, do you think that it's important the fact that you're an educator, that like you are queer, you are trans, you have tattoos, that it's like good for you to be in a space where you can show people like, hey, like I'm just I'm just here to help you. I'm here to educate you. Like I'm doing well in life. I have all these great things. I have a beautiful wife. Like, is it important to you that you can show people at work that you don't fit this traditional mold? And if anything, you're doing your job better than the people that are. Yes, absolutely. You know, because they're not really a, I think. There has been maybe like two to three interviews where like the question about tattoos is there. And I'm like, why are you asking me this? Like that has nothing to do with my skill. Like, yeah. You know, like I think one of the questions was to like, um, you know, how how did it go with your other jobs in regards to your tattoos? And I believe another one, uh, a different interview was just like. Um, do you have any type of like gang related things like that? And I was just like, what? Like, what? Sorry, like, do I what? look like I've been in a gang ever? Yeah. Like, come like, on. I just want to teach kids. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, but um, yeah, it's very important that I'm in these spaces too, because like, you know, even, even kids like at such a young age, like I, I think I had one of my students not that long ago come up to me. She's like, what's that? And I was just like, oh, that's just one of my tattoos. And she was like, oh, like that's bad. And I was just like, it's not and he was just like oh well my mom you know what i mean it kind of yeah it comes from parents and like you know just structuring the you know or putting thoughts into their kids i guess that's such a sorry it's age. my insulin pump guys yeah, oh sorry. it's sorry about that. ignore it <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh shit the camera's blowing up no it's me. <laughs> don't worry <laughs> I was honestly like, I for a million dollars, I couldn't. I was like, man, I wonder what that is. Like, it happened. I was like, <laughs> I wonder Something's what that is. Something's it. beeping, but like, <laughs> whatever. Wouldn't Maybe this that. microwave burrito's ready for yeah. everybody. Surprise! No, <laughs> amazing. Honestly, core stoked. Do we yes. need to take a break? Or you- nah, we're good. Okay, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> At the end of the day, Z is a amazing and yes. talented and dope educator. And, and they not did, a gang member. Not, and a, not gang a gang member. Gang member. No. Yes. And they did recently tell me about a student that was putting like stickers all over their arms because they wanted <laughs> to look like Z. <laughs> I did. Ha- I have had Pretty a couple cute. students that just love to put the fake little tattoos and they're just like, I want to, you know, he was just like, ah. like, you know, he, um, uh, one of my students, um, he has uh, like ADHD, like to the max. And he's also, you know, he also has autism. Um, and so, you know, sometimes throughout the day, like when I'm teaching or whatever, he's up, he's running, he's yeah. doing freaking laps while I'm teaching. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, okay, as long as you're listening, I don't care. You know? And he's always just like, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God, are those tattoos? And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> like, so it's like really fun, like seeing like, you know, um, kids um, in the spectrum, just like love you for who you are. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate their presence always. And there's some purity to that. Yeah. And it must feel good to like be the coolest fuck teacher. Oh, like you like walk on campus and you're like, oh, I'm 100% the cool teacher. So everybody 100%. fucking deal with it. They always get compliments on their outfits and stuff too. And sometimes they'll come home and I'll be like, what did you get a compliment today? And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, that's because they're used to it. They already know. Like, you know, it's like, Joe's it's like, going to be well, redundant. Let me compliment point. you real yeah, quick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Joe actually has one of my, I should say, you are one of my favorite new client experiences. Because I was working at Golden Daggers and yes. had that big glass windows on Melrose, all that stuff. Yeah. And I see you like bopping your way up to the front <laughs> of the shop. And I was like, this is probably for sure my appointment. I was bopping. <laughs> and you come up. I'm Joe. And I was like, I'm Michael. You have like these cool overalls on. We talked about overalls I for a second. Have overalls on. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you said to me, you know, I don't normally get tattooed by men. And you seem like you were chill on your Instagram. 
don't make it weird. <laughs> and I said, okay. Yeah. And here we are today. <laughs> I think that's right. But yeah. like, it's a fair thing to say. Yeah. I, yeah. I like went back to my station and set up and was like, man, I'd really respect that a lot. Like she <laughs> threw down the gauntlet and was like, I'm giving you a chance. Don't, don't make it weird. <laughs> Michael looked in the mirror and was like, don't be weird. Don't be weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like splashing water on my face. I'm like, I don't know you what do that this. would be, but okay, I'm going to not exactly. be weird. Exactly. <laughs> so, in that way, and this is something that I've talked about a lot, and this is something that I continually bring up that, like, it's unfortunate, but for the most part, male tattooers, we've put ourselves in this fucked up box. There are a lot of women who are like, I am not down to get tattooed by men. Yeah. And I think even in that way, there's a lot of queer people who are like, I am not down to get tattooed by a cis male. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's something where it's just like, it is what it is? Like, did you still even feel a little bit of anxiousness coming in to get tattooed by me? Or... Do you think that, that that those walls are starting to get broken down or it, by and large, like, would you still rather go to a female or a queer tattooer? Like what, what is your level of comfort and how can we kind of start changing where it's not like that anymore? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I feel comfortable because I am very comfortable setting boundaries. You know what I mean? Um, everybody is different in that way, but I mean, that's kind of, I guess why I did come in guns blazing, but I, I think it was really clear from that day that we connected and just bonded. And I'd also had been so new to LA. So finding like a tattoo artist that I was cool with and I felt was going to start building this relationship also kind of helped it make it feel like home. Um, but I do think, you know, um, it's also about where you spend your money, right? So obviously, you know, I love you and I love Nine Lives. I'm always going to come back to you. But if I am going to a new artist, I would prefer for them to be, um, you know, a woman or someone who is queer just because I want to give those people my money. For sure. Um, and yeah, definitely there's a there's that safety aspect, right? Even of just feeling comfortable saying, hey, I don't like that. Can we redraw that? Um, I might not feel as comfortable with, you know, some dude who's like, oh, do you mean like it's great, whatever. Um, <laughs> Spot on. Man. Yeah, yeah v- fantastic Spot. guy exactly, impression, guy exactly. tattooer impression. Yeah, and I, and I will say I've been um, tattooed by a couple guys. Um, I've never had a bad experience. Um, one of my, you know, favorite tattoos is this bunny here and it was done by this guy, Tony, and he was awesome. Um, you know, I've never had that experience, thank God. But I, I do think it is more of just like supporting your own community, you know. Um, and yeah, of course, feeling safe. I think it's going back to the same thing that I said before of if you are a guy and you're a tattoo artist and you want, you know, to make more money and have clients who feel comfortable around you and increase your reach, then yeah, do the work and and people will come to you and feel comfortable and they'll come to you because of that. Um, so yeah, I think it's just making sure that you're making those conscious decisions. It's fucking crazy because you, you basically just explain the formula for free (laughs) and I don't know why people have such a tough time with it, Yeah, but here we are. Um, it's, it's not hard. Yeah. Just think before you speak and be respectful and don't be weird. Yeah. Just don't, don't don't be weird. Don't be weird. Just do your job and go home. Yeah. And then we can all be friends and everything can be cool. But I do think, I mean, there is something to be said. You know, I see a lot of, there's like a lot of queer owned shops now Mm -hmm. and tattooers that specifically are like, I work within this space. And to me, it's smart because it's like, again, it's like a gang gang thing and we can all hang out and you can put money in your communities and all that stuff. But I think that um, it is important for tattooers that are not in that space to be respectful and we just have to look out for each other. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't have to be hard. Something I will say too is that I think... Maybe I'll I'll speak for both of us. And if you disagree, you can tell me. I think it's more important for us to go to people who 
well, not more important, but I think as far as safety or where we prefer to go, going to people who aren't white is almost more important than going to people who aren't queer. Um, I think a lot of the times, you know, even if it's a straight person or it's a queer person, sometimes those white queer spaces aren't that inclusive either. Um, or they can have that connotation of being really expensive, you know? So I think that's another kind of level of community that you want to be mindful about supporting too. Um, so I think when you're thinking too about, oh, I need to be open in a safe place for people who are, you know, part of that community, you also have to realize how that intersects with people who are um, of color or black people. Because um, it's one and the same, you know, you can't create a safe space for one and not the other. Totally. So I think that's also a big part of it. I think that's really well said. Um, have you, in your experience, have like you experienced that where you felt pushback from other people in the queer community? Or do you feel like generally it's very, very welcoming? Or is it just sometimes weird people are weird people? Like- yeah, I think people are people, you know, just I think a lot of the times, especially white people um, who are queer can kind of use that identity and that label as... I don't know, like a way to equate yourself to the oppression that other people feel. So I think no matter what, you know, while we do prefer to be around queer people and, uh, you know, they understand us, it does. It's not a blanket thing of like they're always going to be great people. There are shitty gay people out there. Lots of them. Um, Yeah. Um, Andy Cohen. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's just there's people that are going to act privileged. There's people going to act shitty. Exactly. It's it's part of the human experience, unfortunately. Exactly. So. Let's talk pronouns real quick. Yeah. Now, my personal belief, and this is something that I want to express to everyone that I feel like has been working pretty good for me, I like to use the Southern y'all. Y'all. You all. <laughs> that encapsulates everyone. Hell yeah, brother. You yeah. all. Y'all. Yeah. I love that. I think that works. Yeah. It seems to go pretty good. In your experience, is it just one of those things where... Use common sense, use y'all, like what, anything, advice you can give about the pronoun thing. Because I think, I think about someone like my dad mm-hmm. and I think that he's 70 plus and there was a, he and I had a conversation where he was like, it's just so confusing now. And I'm like, it's super not. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it's just like this older generation and it's like, if you have to add like one more thing in the mix, they're like, oh my God, I don't, mm-hmm. I just don't know anymore. But is there anything that, that you two can express to everyone out there that just do this or just do that and it'll make your life a lot easier? Use common sense. What's yeah. what's the best medicine? Um, just address people without a gender. It's so easy. Isn't it so easy? Yeah. That's what I do with anybody, regardless of like, you know, unless they explicitly told me like, hey, I'm she, her, or like, you know, or he, him, or whatever. Then I'll, okay, you know, but I every now and then ask like, oh, is it still, you know, this or that? But like, I never, I always, they, them, everyone, like yeah. them, they, them, theirs, you know, whoever, I don't, you know, just be genderless. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this. We're going to do a quick yes or no. Mm-hmm. Dude. Oh, I, I say dude so much. Yes. But like, if I call Z dude, am I being disrespectful? No, not mm. unless they said otherwise. Yeah. Okay. If they were like, hey, don't say that. And you were like, sure, dude, then yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't think right off the bat. It's like, I fucking dare you. Uh, you guys. Oh, I say that so much, too. I'm trying to be better about that. I'm tra- That's the one oh, yeah. I'm trying so it hard to It feels gender out. neutral, but I know it's yeah. not to some people. That one, and then you're, you're probably going to go with this. I call everybody bro. That, that's too. where I'm going next. Yeah. Me too. Bro, bro is, dude, is, yeah. you guys. Also, um, 
I, I call everyone sometimes and be like, hey, girl, you know, like <laughs> not if, obviously if someone's like communicated, they're not comfortable with that. But there are some things where it's just like, I don't in my mind, I have to work against saying yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So again, like what Z said, just be neutral with everything. Yeah. If you think maybe saying dude or bro or you guys might upset somebody, just don't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep, exactly. And Hell I think yeah. that's one of those things, too, where like most people will be comfortable enough. Like, I feel like if we were having a conversation and I was like, oh, yeah, can you guys do blah, blah, blah? And you didn't like it. But, hey, like, can you not say you guys? Cool. And move on. Like, yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? It's just one of those things. It's about being flexible and understanding, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's why I fuck with you, Corey. Yeah. That's why I, lo- that's why I love you, buddy. <laughs> oh, my I God. Fuck, I fuck with all you guys. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So let's talk about some of the tattoos that we've done on, on you two. Yes. Uh, right now, we're doing a really cool marble blast over sleeve on Z. Uh, we worked on it on Saturday. I'm really, really stoked on it. Um, but I just want to talk about Strawberry Frog for a second. <sighs> Strawberry, Strawberry Frog. Frog is... Oh. That's who has strawberry frog. Yes. Strawberry frog. Proud owner. Can you tell us about strawberry frog? Of course. So (laughs) strawberry frog was first made in inception. So my biological dad passed away right after I had turned five years old. So of course, like your brain, you don't have a ton of memories, but there are a lot of songs that my family like made a lot of effort to be like, oh, your dad loved this song or like your dad would always sing this song to you. One of them that my dad loved was Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Was a good friend of mine. A jam. Yes. A bop. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, you know, like I want to get something kind of in memory of him. And I love frogs. So I was like, why not? Let's do frogs. Um, And then Michael kind of collabed and then came up with the idea of strawberry. And then this whole new lore behind strawberry frog was born. Um, So the story is. His name is Francois. He was about to get cooked into a soup in a French, you know, kitchen. He escaped and he took a strawberry for a snack on the way out. And this is him kind of running away, a little mischievous, like, ha ha. Cursing, and cursing that French chef. Belly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's honestly one of my most complimented tattoos, especially by other tattoo artists, which makes me feel really good. Um, and it's just such like a funny, silly little guy. I really do love him. You know who else that makes feel good? Me. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Uh-huh. And you should. I like that quite should. a lot. Strawberry Frog is... Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah exactly. Yeah. A real chef's, chef's kiss of a chef's tattoo. Chef's kiss, yeah. It's well, I appreciate fakes. it. It's forever. I feel like I could be on my deathbed and be like, I love doing Strawberry Frog. A strawberry Frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one more time. One <laughs> Yeah. It's one of my favorites. What is your favorite tattoo? And it's okay if it's not one of mine. I won't take it personally. You know, it's kind of hard. Um, I it's will, true. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I wouldn't take it personally. I'll, I'll do my top three because that's kind of hard. I would say my top three in no particular order are for sure my this bunny. I think it was one of the first tattoos that really like anchored all of my other tattoos. And I love bunnies and I just think it's so cute. Um, Strawberry Frog was already mentioned, so he won't be included in this. But Snoopy for sure. I freaking oh, love yeah, you, my have- Snoopy. That one's also a crowd favorite. I got to be real. That was uh, your first tattoo here. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And then I think the week after is when we started Z's Arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say that's definitely um, one of my top ones because I'm obsessed with Snoopy and I also get a ton. People get really excited when they see it. So I always think that's really fun. Um, And then, geez, I, I really. Oh, and my stomach tattoo. I love my stomach tattoo. I feel like that one is another one that really anchored all of my pieces. 
Um, I didn't have the best experience getting it, but it is one of my favorite tattoos that I have. So speaking of Snoopy, um, I do want to take just one second to give your guys' dogs a shout out because they're sick and because yes. Corey has been riding struggling. me about having a dog oh, owner. Right, right, right. <laughs> Every DMX. single episode, he's like, all these fucking cat owners, all you yep. want to do is talk about yep. fucking cats. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we love the pups here. We love the pups. Yeah. So, listen, I like dogs too, but I, uh, you know, we're at a cat-themed tattoo shop and all that stuff, but we just want to give a shout-out to dogs, uh, all the dogs out there. Shout-out to all the dogs. Do you want to say hi to dogs. your dogs if they listen to this and they're like Absolutely. little dogs? Hi, Denny. Hi, Nelly. Hi, Juanita. We Shout love out you. To one lives. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we here for a good time, not a long time. Exactly. <laughs> the last thing before we get to the magical mystery question, which I'm so excited oh, for. I'm excited. I, I'm so excited for this mystery question that I'm afraid I'm gonna start c- becoming emotional and crying oh during God. the setup for it because I like thought about it completely and I was like getting ready and I like straight up teared up and I was like, oh, this is such a good question. Aww. Uh Joe, I know you're super heavy into astrology. Yes. You and I once had like a 30 minute long car ride from yes. Melrose to me dropping you off at your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we just talked about astrology. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh like Miss Cleo style astrology predictions or anything? <laughs> Are there gonna be any like crazy moons or is there anything that like my Pisces self needs to know? Huh. We were talking about Z being a Gemini, yeah. like we are in Gemini season. I know there are a lot of placements in Taurus right now. That's the thing. I think that's almost like two different kind of schools of astrology. So there's natal astrology, which is like your birth chart. Um, and then there's also like astrology as far as like transit. So like what you're talking about, what's happening now. That's honestly very difficult because it's not static. You know, you're kind of interpreting things as they kind of come along. Um, but I know there are a lot of placements in Taurus right now. So I think for a Pisces, that's good just because those two signs do kind of, I don't know, what's the word? Co- yeah, I was going to say coagulate. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, I don't um, like that. Intermingle? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, they have very similar traits. But um, I would say if you are someone who are, is, you're looking to get into astrology, right, and maybe it feels a little bit overwhelming, I definitely recommend don't use CoStar. Literally, don't use CoStar. Damn, shots fired at CoStar. It's ass. CoStar, you should be ashamed of yourself. Corey's over here deleting apps off his phone. You <laughs> should. Oh, <no> shit. <laughs> yeah, me and Will are at perfect matches on CoStar, Do- actually. Who, wait, wait. Allegedly. Me and Will are perfect matches on CoStar. You like, we're meant mm. to be. It's true love. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, you and Will's corny ass. Which, which, Allegedly. Which makes me love that now I know CoStar's bullshit. Don't use CoStar. <laughs> it makes you feel a lot better. Don't use CoStar. There's probably a lot of articles online that can explain why it's ass, but just don't use it. Use a site like Astro Charts or something. My kind of rule, too, with astrology is if you go on a website and it looks like it was made in, like, 2006... You are going to get the best information of your life. The shittier the website, the better the information. But something like Astro Charts, I think, is my favorite because they break it down. My advice would be to just start picking at it piece by piece. Learn your big three, so your sun, moon, your rising. Start to learn what the different planets mean. Um, it's kind of like Mad Libs astrology. So if you're someone's like, oh, I have my Taurus moon in my 12th house, you're probably gonna be like, what the fuck? Your first step is like, what does the 12th house cover? What do, what are kind of the main, I guess, like words that would describe Taurus? And then it's like, okay, then what does the moon signify? And you kind of blend that all together to get um, just a more cohesive, 
idea of who you are. Um, and your whole chart, it's not like things can be isolated. Your whole chart is kind of having a conversation with each other. And the way I always describe it is, you know, you may be a Pisces and then you meet another Pisces and you're like, I'm absolutely not like that person. I cannot even understand how we're slightly similar. If Pisces were the color blue, you might be, you know, a baby blue, depending on all of your other placements. They might be a navy blue. So while you are somewhat similar, you're going to have those underlying things connecting you. Um, all of your chart is interacting with each other to make you one unique person. Even twins who are born at the same time will have you know, different manifestations of their own charts. That makes sense. Uh, I recently filled out a, uh, uh, like a request form with another tattooer to get a tattoo. Mm -hmm. And at the very end of it, it asked me what my sign was screaming because Love they that. are like, I don't really fuck with certain signs. It's certainly Did they a specify choice. Which ones? No. <laughs> and I have yet to hear back either. So maybe my, I put Pisces X3 LOL and I think I maybe should not have put that. They said, never mind. I'm so <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, so, so if I'm a Pisces, Z's a Gemini, you are... I'm an Aries. Aries. Corey? Aries. <gasps> When's your birthday? DJ Michael Miguel? Oh, I love that. March 26th. When's your birthday? Virgo. September 2nd. Virgo. Virgo. And then Mila's here too. She's in the shadows drawing and yes. drinking beer. She is an Aquarius. Queen. Okay. We love... Yes. <laughs> yep. If you out of all of those signs, which one's the best? Be and and Joe, look which in your one, heart and be honest. Which one's the best or which do I like the most? Yes. Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I mean, I'm always gonna vibe with another Aries. I think that there's it's just real recognized real. But I do <laughs> love my air signs. I really do. Like Gemini's, I feel like I've always just vibed with. My best friend is an Aquarius. I always love an Aquarius. Um Virgos, I love in a hesitant way. Like, I wish I didn't, <laughs> but I do love you guys. Aww. I do. It's okay. You gassing up other Aries is the most Aries shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, of course, I love another Aries because we are the first yeah, exactly. we're, we're the first one. Exactly. Aries, and Pisces, I do love because I think um, I have a Scorpio moon. And I think um, as far as just like even the interactions that we've had, I appreciate a Pisces because I do think they really understand the depth in things I live a lot in my mind and even though I can you know I'm kind of like selective about what I say and, and what I reveal to people in my mind I'm always having such an intense inner monologue and analyzing things and questioning myself and I feel like Pisces are great because they're so deep and spiritual naturally that they really create like a safe space for that and, and get it in a way that a lot of people don't um, but I would say the best sign is Aries. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Pisces yeah. is the best sign. Yeah, I, I couldn't Aries, agree with you more. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pisces for no, sure. Exactly. It's, the, it's the best <laughs> one. I'm glad that we could agree that Pisces <laughs> is the best. Sign. Listen, everyone. We are the like sign of like they said no pickles. OK, so y'all would be eating pickles if it wasn't for us. I appreciate that because I didn't it's want true. pickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I was too shy to say. I was like, nah, babe, it's, it's cool. Like, and no, Joe's like, no, it's cool. you no said pickles. no pickles. <laughs> it's, tough, it's cool, it's fine. It's like, no, excuse me? Exactly. Like, Joe, exactly. Joe and I are over there waving down the shot. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Hey, we got a problem. We got no pickles over here. This is, this is what we need, okay? Take and that. this is why you compliment each other as yes. America's cutest exactly. couple. There exactly. you have it. There you have it. Okay, let's get to... The mystery question. I'm, oh scared. Gosh, I'm scared. Now, I try really hard to get wild with these, especially yesterday or last week. I really, <coughs> really, really um, 
painted a picture. Okay. okay with wow. the weed smoking wizard. All right. And I was thinking and I was thinking and I was thinking about you guys. And then something crossed my mind and then I was able to like connect a string, connect a string. Love that. Corey and I both are really into wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling's really cool. Yeah. And I recently got back into it and I was like, in a sense, very impressed because it's becoming a very progressive universe. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that the main event was two women instead of two guys. And obviously, what's homegirl? I can never remember. What's homegirl's name? The goth chick who looks like the crow? Rhea Ripley. Yes. And like she's like creating this whole space where that she's like goth and this and that. And there's, I like where the where where WWE is headed. Uh huh. Now, yes. <laughs> let's say that Jay Triple H is like the chairman of WWE now, right? Uh, I don't think he's the chairman, but he's the head of creative. Okay. Yeah. So let's say Triple H. Sure. He's the head of creative. He's like, yo, we want to diversify the WWE and we want to make it even more progressive and even cooler. And we're going to really start being even more inclusive. And they're going through the internet. They're looking through people and they finally land on you too. Uh-huh. And Triple H is like, listen, we want to have the WWE's first queer couple tag team. <laughs> and we're going to all expenses paid. We're going to move you into a super dope compound. We're going to take care of the dogs. We're going to work you out. We're gonna, you're going to be fucking jacked. Fuck yeah. And one year from now, the main event is going to be you wrestling against the bigots. And it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be like a like proud boy looking motherfucker. And like a Donald Trump looking motherfucker. It's like Tommy Lur, whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that shit. No, yeah, it's just yeah, Triple yeah. H. That's just what Triple H Yes, Tommy yeah. Lauren, there we go. That's just what Triple H looks like. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> but at any rate, the bigots are like as gross as it gets. Mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. talking shit to you. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they're misgendering you. And yeah. you're just like, ooh, you're like chomping at the bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bartling your face. Now yeah, I'm just yeah. <laughs> pink eye. Yeah. Now I'm just telling you right now, you're gonna win. Yeah, of course. And when you f- do your finishing move, you're going to finish them so gnarly that they're both going to explode into rainbow glitter. Uh huh. And there's going to be okay. a queer little kid at home with a rainbow flag around their shoulders, yeah. crying and being like, "Hell fucking yeah!" Finally, representation. So here is my question to you: What is the name of your tag team duo? And what is the name of your finishing move? Because remember, oh, and there's one last part. And what is the song that you enter? Yeah, the walkout song. So basically, you're draping the flag around (laughs) your shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking sick. Okay, because these two are like pointing at each other and being like, yes, yes, yes. They have had had this fucking conversation already. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So you said name, song, and move? And finishing move that you're going to defeat the bigots with. All right, hold on. They're going to confer with each other. Do you, okay, Corey, best. Can they go like one, 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 like. Yes. What was your question, Michael? Best guess what the song's going to be. <laughs> oh, I yes. don't know. All right. Um, maybe. And then, okay, cool, yeah. You guys aren't, aren't aren't typical, so I don't want. I know, to go I know. Typical. It's it's gonna be. I feel these answers are gonna be fucking. Guess. I think it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, ready? Okay, hit us with it. Our duo name, the Bumpin' Clamps. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be like uh, on Crypto Arena on the marquee. That's it. Royal Rumble. 
the bumpin' clams v the bigots. Yeah. Tonight. Eddie. Wait, the crypto? Shouldn't we go to like the Chase Arena or what's the one in uh, New York? That was literally the first thing I could think of. That yeah, was the only reason I picked that one. This is at the Coliseum. This is yeah, way bigger. We're doing okay, no, yeah. we're yeah. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah. you're right. Yeah. It's at the Coliseum. Bumpin' clams. And then underneath all of that, sold out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The song. The exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The song we're walking out to, which we immediately knew and didn't even need, that's why we looked at each other like this, is Nuck If You Buck. Because yes. that's our fucking favorite song. <laughs> Nuck If You Buck. Honestly, that's our favorite. we wanted that to be our, our wedding our, our song. Wedding yeah, song, what we walked out to. That walked that's so fucking hard. Yeah. Man. Fucking incredible. We got married in Central Park. We didn't figure out the logistics, but we played it at our wedding. We do love that song. Back. Okay. That's our, tight as fuck. Our final move. The snail trail, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of like the equivalent of like a tea bag, but it's a little bit more violent in this setting. For sure. Yeah. It yeah, would be yeah. like the ultimate disrespect to the yeah, biggest. Yeah, exactly. Like Z's like hitting them with the chair. I'm snail trailing them. Exactly. Yeah. And they're just dissolving into rainbow glitter that you're in yeah. turn going to throw exactly. in the air and say, exactly. we won, we won, we won. Exactly. We got to get matching jackets now that say the bumping clams. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. And you guys could just get super fucking jacked and like said, be America's favorite yeah. tag team duo. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Maybe you could tattoo some clams on us. That's sure. true. Ha- hey, like, happily. Fighting clams. The fighting oh, with little, with little boxing gloves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. so cute. Yes, honestly, no. we should. There you go. I'm you very, very, very down. This is so sick. <laughs> I, I Honestly, in my opinion, this is my favorite That's a good mystery question. question. That's a yeah. Question. I was thinking about it and then I thought about like a little kid with the flag around their shoulders and it like made me super emotional for some reason. <laughs> I'm literally speechless because I'm so excited that it has to do with wrestling. Like yeah. we, were, Dude, we were watching wrestling before we came here today. Yeah. Like like I was like, how am I how am I gonna fucking land the plane on this one? And that's perfect. Here we are. That well, was such a good question. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Oh this God. has been so much fun. Thank you. Um, I feel like you two don't really want to be found, but if people want to find you, follow you on Instagram, ask you for advice about being in the LGBTQ yeah. plus community, anything like that, yes. where can everyone find you or if anyone needs to find you? Um, oh my God, my handle's so long. So my handle on Instagram, if anybody wants to find me, is Corazon with a zero as the last, as the second O, de Limon. That's my Instagram at. Z is a teacher, so I don't know if they want to share all that, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, mine's pretty much private, but like I'm open to, you know, anybody. Uh, soft Hoteria is mine. So, do you want to explain what that means? Soft, uh, it's just soft gayery. That's what it means. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's what it is. Hell yeah. 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 Uh, Anything else? Any closing thoughts? Anything else you want to say? Anything you need to get off your chest? Anything? Does everything feel good? Are you ready to be part of the WWE? Yeah. I'm, you know, this is my new career. I I had so much fun. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting us. Do you think you're going to walk out with the dogs? It's going to be like, are you going to sit? Okay. So you would sit. We're going to walk out with Juanita specifically. Exactly. Okay. Yes. So you're going to be, I imagine like you're sitting on Z's shoulders yeah. and then you have like a long leash yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Nuck if you buck is playing and yeah. there's rainbow confetti exactly. coming from the ceiling. I kind of pictured us, you know, like for some reason there's that old timey trope of them being like, huh, huh, and they like hop on each other's <laughs> shoulders and shit like that. <laughs> like that would be us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Wearing like singlets and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Exactly. And then I'm in the front row just, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Shirt off, like body painted, <laughs> yeah. pumping clams. Exactly. I feel like Corey and I would really, I, I would have however much those tickets cost, yeah. I would bankrupt myself. Clam hats, like the Wisconsin <laughs> cheese. Yes. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a little clam with like exactly. the mouth open a little bit. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. This stuff writes itself. I Watch love it. out. 
Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. You two are the best. You're yes. the sweetest. We love I hope, you. actually, love you, I know you will continue to be America's sweethearts. Stop no it. sweeter couple than you two. Stop and I'm so it. glad we got to do this. It's been a good duel. I didn't fumble the bag on the duel pod. No, you did great. So, all right, cool, cool, cool. Hey. Well, everyone out there, this has been another loving episode of By Appointment Only. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll see everyone next week. And also, I wanted to say, uh, on our final episode of this season, it's going to be me doing a solo pod with DJ Michael Miguel and DJ Corey asking me questions that people have submitted to them. So if you want to ask me a stupid question, Corey? Yeah, so we're going to take questions from previous guests of the mm-hmm. show. And if anybody out there has any questions that you want to throw our way, you can hit up at DJ Michael Miguel or at X Corey X X C O R E Y X on Instagram. Please nothing stupid. Please yeah. like like dumb or just we're, like we're, hectic. I mean, we're not we're not gonna yeah. ask you the stupid questions. So, okay. But, um, but yeah, if you have anything that you want to know about like tattooing, I know that Michael's been around the game for a while, so it's a uh, it's a good time to pick his brain and ask him any weird questions that you've had. Fucking solo pod. Hell yeah. yeah. It's, it it is your worst nightmare. <laughs> is it is it gonna be bad? Uh, I think that you're you're scared already. Ooh. I'm a little shaken. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm afraid I'm going to be like, hello. And then it's going to be like dead silence. <laughs> and then you're going to be like, hey, how do you know? So-and-so says like, what about blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, yes. <laughs> and I'm going to lose like all of my juice. You know, we were just watching the Real Housewives reunion. So you should do a couple like how Andy Cohen reads like questions from people asking. I'm just going to yeah. also just bring up random drama. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you going to exactly. have cue cards that you like throw at me once you're yeah, done with them? Yeah. Course. Okay, yeah. well, here's this one. Here's this one. Jessica I'm from Montana add, wants to know, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to ask everybody that works here yeah. <laughs> to submit questions to. 100%. Oh, God. We're going to bring up some shit. Yeah. That's fine. Fun. That's yeah. fine. We'll, we'll stir the pot. Yep. Thanks again, everyone. Uh, I'm here to remind you to be tatted, stay tatted, to be good to each other and love each other. It's a wonderful world out there. Don't be stupid. Don't be a bigot. Don't be whack. I want to thank my beautiful producers, DJ Michael Miguel and DJ Corey Dunn. Actually, you're not a DJ, but whatever. And uh, shout out to Javi for our theme music. And again, shout out to Joe and Z. You guys are the best. Love you so much. Thanks again, everyone. Have a good night. Love you. Bye.